pour yourself a drink. It's time for your favorite podcast. We're going to get truly honest. Hey, Kara. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. <laughs> how was Love your week? It. My week was good. Um, I really don't think much happened, which is amazing. What about you? I'm offended. Why? We went to dinner for the oh. first time in a year. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay, so let me start over. Ask me again. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I actually um, got to have dinner with Dan and Kara, and it was amazing. We had um, Mexican, and I had enchiladas, and... It was incredible. Peach mojito. Yeah, because I hadn't been out to eat in quite a while at a restaurant. So it was pretty amazing. Yep. And then the weekend before that, we got to see other friends, socially distanced, of course. And we had a brunch day. I have not laughed that hard in like a literally a year. Like that was the first time that. I have seen everybody for probably at least six months and I just like, I had the best time. Like my throat hurt the next day and you know how I get, I'm like, I got COVID obviously, but it was just <laughs> because I laughed. Like I have not laughed that hard in forever. Mm-hmm. Those were two really good back-to-back weekends in a row. I think we had so much fun at the girls day that we had to take a week off from recording. We had to recoup. Yeah. So if, our loyal listeners didn't notice that we weren't here last week, then I'm pretty offended. But we took a week off, so we're back and ready to give you our honest opinion. This episode is going to be so funny. I can't wait. <laughs> we're talking about Lissa's favorite things, y'all. Cults. Yeah, and I know I've talked about this before, how much I love cults. Like, I want to be a cult expert. I feel like that's my dream job. And, like, I'm obsessed with watching anything on A&E or whatever channels, I don't even know, that show documentaries about cults. I'm just obsessed. And I all the time joke about how I want to be in a cult, but I wouldn't actually want to, like, be in the cult. I just want to, like, observe a cult, you know? All right. Well, that's way less, like detrimental to me and what I've been thinking when you're like I want to be in a cult I'm like no (laughs) no no you don't I know I'm very strong-willed so I don't see me ever being like taken over by a cult you know what I mean like I feel like they would try but I just you cannot tell me to do anything that is a fact so I would agree well that makes me feel way better Y'all, I just Googled this picture of this cult leader and he is so flexible in this picture. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, like one of my favorite ones is Scientology. And if you <laughs> if you're a Scientologist listening to this, you are you're in a cult. I'm so sorry to break that to you, but um I just wanna like go to Clearwater, Florida. I wanna go in the building, like the bright blue building that says Scientology across the front. I want to go in. I want to meet Dave. Why do you know what it looks like? 
of course I just I know what it looks like I am a cult expert like I want to meet Dave Miscavige like I want to do it all did you say Dave the Savage Dave Miscavige he's like the head of Scientology it sounds like he wants to be a rapper no but that would be actually be an awesome rapper name Dave the Savage. Right. Okay. So, well, Tom Cruise is no longer going to listen to this podcast because you just hurt his feelings. Um, <laughs> but he should have known better. Him and John Travolta, they should be smarter. Yeah. I just, like, I don't understand how... Okay, I do understand from, like, a psychological standpoint of, like, how you can be immersed in a cult. Yeah. Like, I, I get it completely. But maybe because you can't tell me to do a single thing. And if you tell me to do it, I'm going to do the opposite just because like I'm hard headed. So for me, I'm like, there's just no way people will be like, give me a thousand dollars for this textbook and you'll be able to see into the future. Like, I'm sorry. No, like it's not going to (laughs) work, you know? Yeah, I would agree. And also like, I, again, like you, I get the psychology of it. I understand that people are looking for something there's a community, it's welcoming, they're understanding all of the things. Like, I get it. But then you read about some of the stuff that they make you do in a cult, and you're just kind of like, what? Well, it's never, like, like, off the bat, though. Like, the first even couple of years are typically, like, bliss, you know? Like, you're so just happy, and everybody around you is so loving, and you just, like, have the best time of your life. And then, all of a sudden they start peppering it in like oh I still don't think I'm getting my butt branded with something that people use on cows well you know what whenever you want to belong to something so bad and you believe in it to the point where you just want to stay a part of it and somebody tries to take it away from you you're gonna do whatever you can to stay and so if they're like hold on let me brand you with this um symbol you're like okay like sure Uh, you know see see you're hard-headed and I question things like I'm a very curious person like if I see an inefficiency I like I ask why like that game that kids play that they think is really funny like why 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 like to annoy the babysitter or to like wear down mom and dad like I was that kid yeah I'm now that adult. So if you tell me something, I'm going to be like, why? Like, I need to know why this is important. Why is it done this way? Why isn't it done that way? Like, I have to know because I want to be an intelligent human being. So I want to know the why behind the what. And if you can't explain it and you're just like, because I said so, I'm going to be like, uh, mm, nah. Well, that's why neither of us are in a cult right now. I mean... Like, we are not prime cult candidates. This is true. We're also very loud. Yeah, well, we would not fit into a cult. The only way we would ever fit into a cult is if we started our own and got followers, which is what I'm thinking we should definitely call our truly honest fan base is, like, our cult, because that would be amazing. We've now just lost all followers. <laughs> nobody wants to consciously be a part of a cult that is completely false because i absolutely do okay you and like maybe eight other people in this world that's not true but they would because i sent you that tiktok what was it like two days ago maybe yesterday of that this little boy and he was like i want to be in a cult like who's with me that that video had thousands of comments 
everyone was like, yeah, like, where do I sign up? How do I join? So I am thinking that this could be a movement. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, it better be like a fun cult. Oh, yeah. I want to get branded. I want to like drink champagne. Well, not all cults are like dangerous. Like our cult would obviously be like fun, right? Fun. Like a fun okay. cult. All right. Well, if we're doing a fun cult. I don't think we're making it in a Cosmo, but I could be part of a fun cult. I think, like, we are a, a fun cult. You know, like, where we meet up, we get a um, a moon bounce, we drink Trulies, like, we braid each other's hair. I don't know. Shit like that. We could do that easily. All right. Well, that I could get a part of, and that's also because I would be partially in charge. <laughs> I'm also not a very good follower. So, like, <laughs> I would have to be a head person in this cult. Well, yeah. be part of anything because I don't I don't follow well of course <laughs> and like I obviously want to be in a cult but like I would have to run shit like I would have to and that's another thing like if Scientology wants me to join like I totally will like sign me up but <laughs> I'm gonna get myself into a position where I'm gonna take over for Dave Miscavige like he did for L. Ron Hubbard like L. Ron Hubbard died right but in the meantime Dave Miscavige inserted himself so far into Scientology that by the time L. Ron Hubbard died, he was already the leader. I'm thinking that I can do that too. I mean, all right. I'm probably not joining you in that cult. So like, I'll just interview you then about Scientology. We'll do that. But like, look, if I take over though, it would be lit. Like it would be so fun. And like, they just have huge banquets and they just want to like, um clear the world and I think we could do it I just I I don't know I don't know a lot about Scientology I know that sometimes people are a little off the deep end but I just feel like they took evolution and Darwinism which is like scientific fact and then they were like and pray to a llama like that's what I feel happened (laughs) well no so basically Scientology is like you go up the bridge. It's like hard to explain in a short time you go span. Up a bridge. No, so it's hard to explain in a short time span. But basically, like you start, there's like levels to Scientology. So you start oh, at the bottom gosh. level and then you work your way up to the top level because the goal is to go clear. So basically, when you get to the top of the levels, like it's called going up the bridge, you get to the top and you suddenly see everything with like clarity. Like, it's supposed to give you like this, I don't know the word for it, but it's supposed to give you this thing where you can like cure your own illnesses. You can like heal. Like, I don't know. Obviously it's a sham, a complete sham, but people, people (laughs) believe this. Okay. So we need to drink a lot of water. So we pee clear, (laughs) take a multivitamin (laughs) and like maybe some vitamin C and go outside. Got it. I feel like I can I can achieve that level at Rite Aid. But also, apparently, like, nobody is supposed to know the ins and outs of Scientology, but enough people have, like, left and spilled the beans, spilled the beans that we now know that whenever you get, like, to a certain standing in Scientology, then they tell you about, like, the aliens and stuff, and, like, they... Oh, my lord. <laughs> it's now there are aliens no it's literally incredible it's like this alien named like xenu 
and all this stuff like they stole that from Disney. They stole that from Disney. Disney is older than Scientology. Xenu, Xenon. I see what they're doing there. What? No. Okay, so Yep. Anyways. Yep. What happened? No. But I um I'm like obsessed with it. Like how can you make this shit up and people just believe it and go with it? You know what I mean? Like how? Like if somebody told me, look, I'm gonna like make you do all these things and then all of a sudden you're gonna be able to like cure your own illnesses by like believing in this alien I feel like I would laugh in their face people do feel that cure their own illnesses like I said they go to Rite Aid (laughs) (laughs) they get they get something called Tylenol yeah I don't know or I don't know like one a day Sudafed something yeah, exactly. Well, we've just cracked Scientology. Um, <laughs> so what are some of your other favorite cults, Lissa? Um, I feel like Scientology is my main favorite cult. Um, See, that one's fun because it's not like scary, violent, like with all the scary stuff that nobody likes. But then you have like your scary cults, which get attraction and are part of like criminal minds and things and tv shows yeah well there there's a lot of scary aspects to scientology which we can we can talk about that in another episode maybe but um i just really like learning about cults in general especially ones that like are so well known that people don't think is a cult until you start hearing about it like in a different way Mm. okay do you have an example? This one might not be so, like, more widely accepted, but, like, Jehovah's Witnesses is totally a cult. Okay. Yeah. They're not coming and knocking and saving your door anymore. I have never had a Jehovah's Witness knock on my door, but I have. Ever? Um, not here, not in Pittsburgh. Oh, we used to hide from them at my babysitters. <laughs> that sounds really bad, and I know that, and I apologize, but it, we were just told to hide. I was watching this show on A&E. I think it's on Netflix now, but it's called Cults and Extreme Beliefs, and they have Ooh. an episode about Jehovah's Witnesses on there, and I never really thought of it as a cult until I watched that episode of that show, and I was like, it all makes sense. Like how they like cover stuff up and like I don't know it's just I would recommend watching it because it really opens your eyes to stuff yeah I mean if we're gonna say I mean I know people have said that Mormons are a cult totally a cult yeah I've heard that one they can't drink caffeine it's so weird yeah, they can't have cats. They can't have anything that alters their brain. But every Mormon I've ever known never drink coffee. They don't drink coffee, but they drink Mountain Dew. And I'm like, Mountain Dew's way worse for you than coffee. So either this doesn't soda. make sense. I don't know. I was going to say either it's like, this doesn't make sense or you're a bad Mormon. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like the whole thing about Mormons, like they're not allowed to take photos like in their temple 
And if you're not like a Mormon, you're not allowed to even go inside. So if like you can get a tour, you can get a scheduled tour. Right. But like you can't go to a Mormon wedding if you're not a Mormon, like you're not allowed in the temple for something like that. Correct. And you have to wear sleeves. No Mormon ever has a um, strapless wedding dress or a sleeveless wedding dress. They all have sleeves. Apparently, Mormons have, like, these um, garments that they're supposed to wear, like, underneath of their clothes for modesty or something. But, like, yep. you're, you're supposed to wear them all the time. Yep. I, I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit you strange. You also – I also learned this because I worked with a family. Um, there were a couple families at the pool that I went to and, like, managed. And then I had some coworkers. And one of my coworkers dated a Mormon. And so they go, they're not supposed to have long-term relationships in high school because they don't want anybody getting too attached and falling in love because they don't want anybody having premarital sex. Also, they do go to Mormon camp where Mormon girls go and then Mormon boys go every year. And then at the age of 16, they go to like a camp where all the 16 year olds meet each other so that Mormon girls and Mormon boys can meet each other. And then they're allowed to fall in love. And then they're supposed to get married and make more Mormons. Yeah. Like the guys, they're supposed to go away on their two year long mission trip. And I think it starts at like 17 or 18 and then they go on a mission and then they come back and then they're supposed to pretty much get married immediately. Yep, and that's when you see them. I mean, I saw them all the time in Walmart. Be like, oh, look, two little Mormon boys on their mission because they're in their <laughs> black pants and their white shirt with their pocket Bible and a pen. Yep, and mm-hmm. they live a very minimal life. And I just found that so fascinating. So, can yeah. I tell you a really funny story? Yeah. So, both of us being from Maryland, there, you know how there's that Mormon temple in Gaithersburg for yeah, the Six Flags. What are you? Okay, never heard it called that, but <laughs> driving on the Beltway, you see the Mormon Temple. Yeah. And there's a railroad bridge, and we used to drive past it all the time going to my grandparents' house. Still do if we go that way. And we used to call it the Wizard of Oz Temple as kids, because mm. that's what it kind of looks like. Well, my mom is, like, from that area, and on the railroad bridge, you can still kind of see it because they've scraped it off so many times. People would write Surrender Dorothy on the bridge. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's just really kind of funny every time you drive by. You can kind of still see it in there. And you're just like, ooh. People would either call it Disney or Six Flags. Like driving past, like, like, you know it's not either one of those. But, like, as a kid, you're like, that must be Disney or that's Six Flags. Six Flags is super close to there, too. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we'd either be like, oh, look, it's Six Flags or whatever. <laughs> uh, we always called it uh, the Wizard of Oz Temple. We'd be like, we're going to the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> be like... And then, like, teenagers would write, like, Surrender Dorothy on the bridge, and it's just like, oh. Well, it does have, like, almost like an emerald green, like, essence to it, you know, like. It if looks the sun like hits it's it, right? glowing. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of architecture. Oh, I would yeah. totally do a tour. Like, because they open it up for tours. And I would 100% go on a tour. I want to see it bad. Like, it looks, like, majestic. Like, I want to see girl, it. A girl I went to high school with was um, is Mormon. And she and her husband got married there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
And there are no pictures inside the temple, of course, but the pictures outside the building are nice. That's where we I should go for our next photo shoot. Got married there. Drive all the way to Maryland just to take pictures outside of the Mormon temple. Why not? I mean, all right. No. Okay. I want to find the closest Scientology building and go for a tour. But also, they're going to let us. You have to like give them a fake name because they will bombard you. Oh, that's so dramatic. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I do. I want to go so bad. Like, can I say a, I'm Oprah? It's a bucket list item for me. Like, I'm for sure going. I mean, I'll go with you. We just got to come up with names then. And fake emails. I'm not giving anybody my real email. Um, my name is Amelia O'Malley. That's my fake name that I give out to people. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I'm Amelia O'Malley. So whatever you want to be is fine. I'll, I'll think about it and let you know. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I've ahead. also been thinking about... Um, a nickname for myself because now that I have this fantastic opportunity to change my identity completely, I am going to take it. And I don't have one picked out yet, but I've been really putting some thought into it. And I want it to be something that's not a name. So like something really cool. And for the longest time, I wanted my goddaughters to call me sassy and <laughs> I wanted to be their sassy. And so I'm thinking that could work. You wanted to be their sassy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. We'll go down this rabbit hole a different day. Yeah, TLDR, a new girl has joined our church. Her name is Larissa, but she goes by Lissa. Which Lisa is my government, right? So now I need to be called something else so it can limit confusion. Oh, well, I'm not calling you sassy. I can tell you that right now because that's like a verb and an adjective I use to describe my mood. Well, it's just, you know, I'm spitballing around here. Like, I got to come up with something good and I want it to be fun and like festive. And like when people say it, like, you know, they're talking about me. All right, you're going to have to give me some time to think about this. I'm not going to be able to think of this on the spot for you. (laughs) I'm taking suggestions. So any of our truly honest listeners, please let me know what you think my nickname should be. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, So before we started the episode, like I Googled some cults. And fun fact, Cosmo did like an article on the scariest cults. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you know all of them. Okay, well, let's so, hear some on the list. Nexium. Yeah, they, they've been in the news, like, a lot lately, at least over the past couple of years. So I feel like I didn't really know who they were until a few years ago. Well, they started in 98, so we were both kids when this sucker started. Yeah. Um, but, like, women were recruited into joining, like, a sisterhood. And then it was a sex cult. Mm-hmm. They marketed it as like a self-help, like join and like come to like 
meetings and stuff and like you can be better and blah 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 and now all of a sudden it's like I'm gonna brand my initials on you yeah that's not okay that is (laughs) not okay well the guy that started this um he's in jail so nobody's got to worry about him anymore um then we have angels landing hmm I don't know if I'm familiar with that one this one was in Kansas and it was a small group of people that lived in an inexplicably um, extravagant life in the early 2000s. So the mm. followers of this gentleman by the name of Lou Castro convinced his followers that he was an angel and a seer, quote unquote. I don't even know what that means because that makes me think like you're searing steak. Um, <laughs> who could look into the future and know when you were going to die. All right. Ew, I don't like that. I don't want to know when that's going to... Like, I don't want that predicted. No, I do not. Oh, he had expensive life insurances that were taken... Or life insurance policies that were taken out um, in people of Castro's circle. And then, like, he would cash them in. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So he also committed a lot of fraud. Interesting. All right, then. And then we have Children of God. And this one was initially called Teens for Christ, Children of God, founded in 1968 by a rogue preacher by name David Berg in Huntington Beach, California. Do you know hmm. anything about them? I don't think I do. They had 15,000 people in this cult. Wow. Ew. Um, these people didn't work and children didn't go to school. They didn't believe in the nuclear family. So children were grouped together and lived separately from their parents. It was religious prostitution later on described. And he coined, Berg coined the term flirty fishing. Ah, ew, skip. Mm, Gross. That's why these things are scary. And then we have... Church of the Lamb of God. And this is by Mormon Manson. Um, Mormon Manson? Yep. Um, that's what the media named this guy, but his name was Everell, Ervil, sorry, Ervil LeBron in Chihuahua, Mexico. Hmm. After he clashed with his brother Joel's sect. Like, I guess Brother Joel had one thing, and Ervil was like, nah, and he started his own thing. Dueling cults. Yep, there we go. I'm sure that's not good. This <laughs> man had 51 children with 13 different wives over two decades. Ah, that's yeah. where the Mormon part comes in. Mm, yep. And then he was jailed in life in Utah. Oh, that's what I forgot. My other favorite cult. What? You reminded me, FLDS. What's that? The um, Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints. Saints, Aren't they Mormon? So they are Fundamentalist Mormons, and they are out in, they're out in Utah. Um, Is it Utah? Yeah. And so basically, they still believe in polygamy, and- Oh, they're the um, polygamist Mormons. Yes, FLDS is probably my second favorite cult, and I am obsessed with it. And 
there was another show that I watched. Um, it was called Escaping Polygamy on A&E. Such wow. a good show. These girls, they were in a cult, um, a polygamist cult that was um, close by to the FLDS. And the those like sisters or cousins or something, and they all got out of the cult. And now they like help people in the nearby cults like escape. Oh, isn't there a show called Breaking Amish and people rescue people from being Amish? I think Breaking Amish is like whenever they follow Amish people on their like rumspringa or whatever and then they leave the Amish community. Got it. Got it. Okay. That one's not as bad because rumspringa is um like it is commonly practiced in the Amish culture and if you do your rumspringa and you don't want to be baptized Amish, you can still have communication with your family. If you don't choose to live like how we all live, and then after your rumspringa and you're baptized Amish, and then you break that tradition and you're like, wait, I changed my mind, but you've already been baptized Amish, you get shunned. Yeah, that shunning is so crazy. It, it I mean, it's heartbreaking if you really mm-hmm. dive into it. Like, it's, it's very sad. Um, this one, we have Jim Jones, the People's Temple. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you know about him? Jim Jones, he's the one, um, who had everybody drink the Kool-Aid, right? With the cyanide? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, that's him. He also, before he killed everybody, um... <laughs> He, oh, I was reading, where'd it go? Where'd it go? He He created Jonestown. Everybody moved, what was it, to like um, somewhere in South America or something. Everyone moved there and then they all um, committed suicide. Well, they drank the They moved to Redwood Valley in California. But he would fake faith healings by having audience plant, audience plants pull chicken livers out of congregants' mouths and saying that he was saving their lives. That's disgusting. That is not a cute visual. Oh, um, his followers, again, they moved to Guyana. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, and then he killed 918 people. Isn't that crazy? Until 9-11, that was the largest loss of American civilian life in history. Wow. And yep. then we've got Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, who started Heaven's Gate, an aesthetic oh, cult. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. That had a complicated belief system in involving alien spaceships and imminent recycling of the planet Earth. All right, then. That one just sounds really far-fetched. But these are the people that all wore the same uniform. They all wore Nike shoes, had $5.75 in their pockets at all times. Uh-huh. Yep. As of today, their website still exists if you want to Google them. <laughs> um, they, I think that, I, I know about this a little bit. I think that they believed that, like, 
you needed that money in your pocket for like the afterlife or something in case like your soul needed to buy something yep or something like that and and then I don't know 38 of their followers died um by taking phenobarbital I totally said that wrong phenobarbital that thank you mixed with (laughs) applesauce how appropriate um, and then we have Order of the Solar Temple. This was founded in Switzerland. Mm. And this traces back to medieval times. Going global. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All these people are just so sad. There was a murder. There were some suicides. There were some fires. Everybody died. That's sad. Don't. And then we've got, what is this one? Branch Davidins. And then the Branch Davidins broke off from the Davidin uh, Seventh Day Adventists in 1955. Mm. Ah, these are the people in Waco. The FBI messed that up. That is a great documentary made into a movie, series, TV show thing on Netflix. I swear to you, it is the best thing. I binged it in a day in quarantine season I'll have one. To watch it. It's so good. David Koresh, whoa. Changed his name. He got some people. He was a religious nut job. And there were also like alcohol, tobacco, firearms, all this stuff. It's nuts. But the FBI messed that up. The FBI killed those people. They could have just killed David Koresh and they messed that up. They arrested it in the show. When you watch it, we'll discuss it. But the FBI messed that up. All those people didn't have to die. Um, And then we've got... Shoko Ashera, he's our very flexible guy in a nice fuchsia purple. Um, and he made headlines in the 80s. He believed in the imminent doomsday, this time caused by a world war started by the United States. Ah, all right, then. Hmm, interesting. He's Japanese <laughs> and he caused an attack on a Tokyo subway, and they killed a lawyer, and they're no longer a practicing cult. This one sounds interesting. True Russian Orthodox Church. You know thing about them? No, but I know some about, like, Orthodox churches, like, over in the... Like that area of the world, they're pretty, um, pretty crazy. Like really strict and like very formal. Thirty of these people held themselves in a cave. Ew. Where the leader told them to wait, and I have to say leader because I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's very Russian. All the all the <laughs> things are in the wrong spot. Um, mm-hmm. they believed in things like credit cards and bark. They believed. Things like credit cards and barcodes were satanic and threatened to kill themselves if any authorities tried to remove them from their cave. What? Ew. Members eventually decided to leave because they were worried about toxic fumes from corpses. And they left the cave. <gasps> this this didn't last very long. They started in 2007 and they ended in 2008. That wasn't a very good cult. You guys kind of poor form. That was just like a, yeah, that was just a blip. That was a movement. This one is the movement of restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. Ooh, what a hefty title this is. 
I'm obsessed with like any of the alien based cults. I think it's so funny. Yeah, the alien ones are very like funny. it just cracks me up. Like who who came to you and was like, listen, this is so real. Like, follow me. Like what? I'm more interested in like what these people are running from to find comfort in cult leaders especially ones that are like y'all aliens let's go i know it's like that person must be so charismatic and so captivating that you just ditch everything and follow them you want to know the most charismatic cult leader of all time who and i may get slack for this and i'm okay with it joel olstein I do not like that man. I do not like that man. He creeps me out. I feel like he has something dead behind his eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, his eyes, they just, I don't know what is up with them. He looks, like, right at you, pierces into your soul. Like, he wants to suck it out like a Dementor from Harry Potter. Like, he is so creepy to me. And (laughs) 1,000% is a cult leader. And I go to but church. It's like an acceptable cult leader, you know? People just like accept it. I don't even think he's really that acceptable. I have to go with no. You know what is like, this is off, not off topic, but kind of off topic. One thing that I'm also obsessed with is snake churches. I walked into one of those when I sold paper. A woman was sitting there speaking in tongues, and it was the creepiest no, like, thing ever. The ones where they literally like hold up the rattlesnakes. Well, there was like, this in the front. Like there was like an indent and there was a snake statue and it had a red light over top of it. And there was this woman sitting there rolling back and forth speaking in not English. And I was just Shut like, up. whoa. And I like ran. I am obsessed with that. Like I want to go to a snake church like down deep south, like Mississippi or something. Like I want to go into a snake church. No. I don't know why. I'm I don't like snakes, but <laughs> I just want to see that like in person. Probably you know what make I mean? You try to touch it. I'm not. Like I would probably run out. To be honest, I don't even know if I could walk into a snake church, but in my mind, it just sounds like so intriguing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, no, thank you. I just don't oh, like man. it because they like cool. I get it. Talking in tongues, you're feeling the Holy Spirit, you're doing your thing. Cool. Not mad. Like if I knew another language, I'd speak in tongues. I'd brag about it to be completely frank. But like I can't. And I don't find that odd. I find the snake thing really weird. Like, what's the snake doing? I don't know. Like, and that's Satan part of it. was like, a obviously... snake. Why? 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 <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with a garter like, snake. I do not want to participate at this. Like, I do not want to be a part of this. I just want to, like, see it and then run, you know? Mm, nope. Don't even want to one see of it. those, like, one of those things where it's just like, does this really have, is this real? Like, can I just witness this <laughs> and then go? Can I just be a bystander? <laughs> see the problem is is that the south is a welcoming place so you're gonna get a whole bunch of hugs that's how they're gonna get you you're gonna get a whole bunch of hugs from a whole bunch of grandmas you're not even gonna know there's a snake and then all of a sudden snake snake i'm not no i'm not a hugger but what like 
I don't know. It's just one of those things. I just want to see it. And yeah, I don't know. And that's why I need to be a cult expert. Because if I go up and I like roll up and be like, hey, I'm here from NPR. Can I do a story? <laughs> like, <laughs> They're going to say no. No, they're going to be like, yeah, sure. I'm like, show me the snakes. I'm like, okay. And I'll be like, perfect. Bye. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an expert from NPR. <laughs> oh man nope well, nope no. anyways I'll let you do that <laughs> oh man any more on the list no we touched on them all I mean there was the Manson one but we all know about that one yeah because he started killing people well I would definitely recommend for anybody that is interested in cults or just like learning about it, there's a lot of really great documentaries out there. Like the one I said, Cult and Extreme Beliefs. It has several episodes that touch on a different cult in each episode. And then um, the Scientology in the Aftermath by Leah Remini, that series, I think it has three seasons. It really takes a deep dive into Scientology. And I think that they're watching that. Pissed is what first caught my attention for Scientology because A, I love Leah Remini. Who doesn't? I don't even know who that is. And, oh, Leah Remini, she was on King of Queens. Carrie. Oh, that's that show you love that I don't watch. Okay. Moving yeah, on. I, love, I love King of Queens. But um, she's been in a lot of other stuff too. But, um, yeah, so I would watch that. It's really good. And then if you have any cult-based tv shows let me know because i'm always in the market for a new show (laughs) awesome well everybody i hope you have a great week well we hope you have a great week (laughs) don't forget to follow us on instagram at truly underscore honest kl like subscribe leave us a review and don't forget to be truly honest with your yay